When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out the Chictionary. It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of the Chictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick. Welcome to the Ask Women podcast, where you get real advice straight from the source. Women, I'm Kristen Carney, one of your hosts here, of course, with Marnie Kendra. She is a best-selling author of Get Inside Her, and we have we usually have a voice of man, as you as our listeners know. You you don't know, but you're going to be our voice of woman today. Okay. All right, <laughs> we have Lana Turner in, in the studio. You can check out her podcast. Our other voice of woman. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes I can. I feel like I have dudes' perspectives. There you on go. That's you perfect. can be both. That's okay. Perfect. You can be our transgender you can check Sounds out our podcast the perfect 10 podcast um and then later on in the show we're gonna have carlos Zuma. yes on the show yeah, via skype in. yes and he's a international dating expert yes for men and for women he's actually a good friend of mine he's one of the people who first helped me out in the dating and relationships world so he is pretty awesome is his real name carlos Zuma? no it is not yeah you never trust these dating and relationship experts i know you're like the only one with the real with i your think real now name. it's a trend to have your real name but in oh. the past before so the, the community that i was originally a part of because there wasn't really a lot of advice out there for men um like that was mainstream so a lot of it was like pickup artist stuff and sort of hidden from society. So they had all these. Like other guys giving cheesy lines. To- yeah, they had all these <laughs> like, cheesy lines. When I go out, I'm Rico Suave, but I'm Brad. Their like, cheesy lines. <laughs> yeah, their cheesy lines match their cheesy names. Yeah, exactly. So that, so that's where it comes from. And a, and a lot of these dating experts, you know, they have families and they don't want a lot of the things that they say to do or Whatever. Yeah, because some to, of the stuff is, is bad that they yeah. said. But, but oh. Carlos is one of, like, he is very sincere. Like, he is helping men become better men of integrity, very similar, you know, to what I do and what we do here. Um, and helping them not be douchebags anymore. That's and, like, good. very far away from pickup artists, but still giving them actionable advice that isn't, like, woo woo and wussy ish. Oh, so, he's, so he's fantastic. And again, a very good friend of mine. He has two kids he's he's got the whole package with the family wonderful relationship with his wife so he's he's a great resource for a lot of guys um but he'll come on in the second half of the show uh but today i i wanted to talk about there was this recent blog that i put up on my website winggirlmethod.com uh where i was talking about one of my wing girls who we had gone out for a wing girl evening you know <laughs> like i take some of my wing girls out and i had sent her to the bar because i can send girls to go do stuff for me it's pretty awesome <laughs> um to go get a couple of drinks for the table and she went to the bar and i we like me and the other girls could like literally see her being hit on by this one dude and as a woman, I was watching her body language over all the other girls. We could see that she was not interested, and this guy kept being aggressive. In my mind, from what I was watching, it was aggressive, right? For for him, and his mind was probably being um, assertive and being persistent. But she came back to the table and said that guy was so freaking creepy. Like, I don't even want to go look over at him. She said a lot of other negative things because he just made her feel so uncomfortable. But I wanted to talk to you guys about, you know, what the difference is between – being persistent and assertive versus being aggressive because i'm sure that you both have encountered that you know two very good looking women you have encountered men being overly persistent or unwelcomely even if that's a word persistent have you had that lana um, I mean, sometimes you'll yeah. get a guy that just doesn't seem to catch on to the fact that you aren't interested yeah but um 
I mean, I even had this weird experience in college where I had the stalker, but he was a lazy stalker. Like he, <laughs> That's he just the just, best kind of stalker. Yeah, he kept calling my phone and leaving voice messages and stuff saying, this is just some guy calling. And it was really bizarre. Some guy? Yeah, and so we started calling him some guy. We didn't know who he was. <laughs> and when we finally figured it out, he asked me out. And I was and I was like, no. And he goes, I've called well, the police was... 10 times on you. Yeah, I know. He's like, he's like, was it the phone calls? I was like, yes, yeah. you're just a creep. Like, yeah. leave it alone. So I don't know if there's anything that could be done for him he just like, but I mean look if, if somebody's not interested it sounded like did she walk away did he continue to come back over she or? walked away she heard like end line was I'm gonna go back to being with my friends right, right now like so Gross. like she so I actually wrote a whole article about this about like what it looks like when a woman's not interested so she made no eye contact with him she had conversation enders so he would ask a question and she would just give a simple response right. back I'm done with nothing else saying yes please ask me more was questions. he drunk he must have been drunk Right? I don't know if he was, really he, he was just really like um, permanently drunk as yeah. a human yeah, just, you know, it just wasn't like... that late in the night so he wasn't like drinking or from from what I saw right and you know had... she just started seeing a guy she wasn't really open to being approached she was with her boss too so didn't really want to be hit on at that moment um, but later on in the evening we did have other guys come and approach us and she was like totally open to talking to other guys but they did it uh, in a less aggressive manner well last uh, last night I um or not yesterday, not last night, the night before I flew back um, from the East Coast and I was at the airport and I was with my dog and I was the asshole in the airport with her dog and uh, I went and sat in an area where there were no people away from my gate because I wanted to work on my computer. I really right. had some stuff to do. And this guy who was kind of just milling around the gate came and sat basically like right two chairs away from oh. me and it's like really dude you know like clearly I know what you're doing because there's no one over here and even if you sat over in this area there's a million chairs open so you're sitting too close so right. if you sat in this area at least pick chairs that are away from where right. I'm sitting so I instantly got semi-irritated because I was like here here we go and I wanted to work on my computer here we go another guy here we go right. all these God. all these suitors yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh so I l kind of looked up after a moment and he smiled at me and I I had zero interest in talking to him so I looked down but he seemed like a nice nice enough guy I kind of gave him like a little smirk and I think he thought oh that dog's cute and she's yeah. nice look you know nice enough look you know I could start a conversation and I gave him zero you know Indicators. Did he walk away? So eventually he got Aww. up and walked away. And no, I but felt that's good that he understood the yeah. signals. This guy right. was not understanding but, the but signals. Let me continue. Oh. So I board the flight. He's in first class. And I'm like, damn it. I missed my opportunity. A first class guy. You could have gotten well, that. Had, he had money. Well, this is interesting. Okay. <laughs> so some people wrote back to me because they were like really bothered by, or not even bothered, just like confused by this email, this newsletter that I sent out and also this blog that I put up on my website. And they were just like, wait a second, what was this guy doing? Why Why was he so off? Like, why did she see him as creepy? And just, just for the record, like she saw his behavior as creepy and then labeled him as creepy. It's not that he's actually a creepy person. We Like... It, yeah, there's, there's a difference. No, there is a huge difference. Um, and one of the guys said, I bet you if she found out later this guy had money, she would have seen him differently. Right. Mm. And so I, I responded back to that in a newsletter that I just wrote saying, like, this is one of the questions that I got. Like, would she have reacted differently? And I said, the honest answer is yes. 100%. Yeah. She would have given him one more minute of her time. Right. But if he was still creepy then he would have been that rich, creepy guy. Right. But you know what was funny is that when I was walking through, so I'm stuck in first class waiting to get to coach because, you know, everyone, the line's taking a long time. That guy wouldn't look up at me at all. Oh. <laughs> so he's looking at me like, oh, this bitch, now, now she knows I'm in first class yes, and I won't give her any, you yeah, know, he any of my time. up there like nowadays. Everybody no, but he was class. dressed in like business clothes. You could tell yeah. he had money. Yeah. Sitting there maybe, I would say this. I mean, I still wouldn't have talked to him even if he wasn't first class because I have a boyfriend and I'm awkward and it, and money right. doesn't matter that much to me. However, um, what he did do was semi-creepy because he just came and sat diagonally across from me in an empty area of right. chairs. Whereas if he wanted to go about it in a different way, he could have just walked up to me and said hi. Oh, I think that would have been much more jarring. I think, yeah, me I mean, I think it's very friendly really? for somebody. You know, look, I mean, people are traveling through the airport and it's kind of just, you know, maybe it's just one of those things where he's like, I'm just going to make conversation. I, I mean, I'm kind of, 
a little naive when it comes to stuff half the yeah. time. If I'm getting hit on, I might not even realize I'm getting hit on until right. same, same. Until I'm yeah. deep in it going, oh, man, yeah, I thought you were just me. being friendly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, because I, I actually assume, I, I think I'm oblivious to it. Like, I, I just half the time it has to be pretty blatant for me to even recognize it as being hit on i would think that he was coming over do you need your cell phone charged right right. (laughs) did you need something can i help you (laughs) through this airport experience what i'm I'm, maybe i'm looking to be more nurturing i don't know but um but it's uh, he might have just maybe he thought he knew you even like i'm gonna sit closer and look and see because we're going on the same plane we're all flying back to la i think i know this girl maybe he recognized you from stand-up or who knows right right. to be honest i'm okay with that approach of coming and sitting like not directly beside you but like kind of close to you and then starting conversation and then when you're like saying like yeah not into anything then backing away but to me i think there's something off about that because if someone chooses to sit so far away from human beings and then a human being comes and kind of breaks that code in a way and and sits right next to you. To me, it just kind of goes, oh, I don't really get the way human – like I don't really get the social boundary that she set. Maybe. And so, I mean, of course, I think it would be jarring too if he did just walk up and go, hi. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. I would be like, oh, great. It's not like but if he was yourself. the hottest guy you've ever seen and he sat across from you, it might have it might have been a different thing too. Right. You right. might have been like, holy shit. But then – you know what would have happened in – I'd go, oh, I'm in my airport clothes and I look really ugly and I'd get angry because I'd be like, don't look at me. I'm ugly. Right. Yeah. Well, that, 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 that's your own thing, though. But yeah. I mean, look, I mean, the guy. I it, like that he did that, to be honest. Yeah, I think yeah. I yeah, think it could so. Work, but... And, you know, here's the thing. It's it's a community of people. And, you know, I don't I don't know necessarily what the code. You know, when you're on an airplane, I heard that the middle person gets both like uh, side handle handles, yeah that, right yeah, that's they sort of the unwritten that. code right, right? Right, right but not everybody knows those rules right, right. right. so because they're, they're idiots like, freaking idiots with the escalator yeah, yeah the people just thing. don't know the, yeah. I, don't take up both space if you're on the escalator with you a friend go to the right everyone stay to the don't right if someone wants to pass right yeah. Yeah. but anyway. on. these you. little rules i don't know that everybody gets them but i i mean look if you're working on your computer at some point, you're going to set the computer down and yeah. take I'm, a drink. I'm totally yeah. fine with yeah. that. Go use the restroom or whatever. And you might be like, hey, dude, will you watch yeah. this for but me? But I do want to Looking back on it, the... I feel kind of bad that I was so cold to him. Oh, no, but you were he doing... did just kind of look up and he d- gave me a nice little grin like, but you gave the body that's language. Okay. You have but a boyfriend. No matter what, yeah. you have a boyfriend. You weren't interested in getting into that kind right. of conversation. Yeah. No, you right? did the right that's thing. That's where you were. Yeah. But that's but other people who maybe not have had a boyfriend and really were just trying to separate themselves from like some guy who kept farting over in the other <laughs> section maybe more welcome that's when i'd get it. closer right. <laughs> yeah but the interesting thing that you said was about oh i saw him in first class and i was like oh mm-hmm. so what why was it an uh because well it's like realized... oh does he have well i mean for me being in los angeles i don't necessarily like, who is he yeah i think oh does he have a connection with someone and oh. i actually did a tweet <laughs> oh no that's well, even that's, worse that's... than if he has money oh of course <laughs> I'm, I'm so pathetic that is how we are it's like, so oh, pathetic shit, i could have blown off the person who's gonna you know pay for my short <laughs> or literally <laughs> blown the person yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. right right wow well it was funny because across from him and i did a tweet about it which got like no favorites but anyway i thought it was kind of funny um <laughs> was there was a guy sitting directly across from him who was much more appealing to me who was younger, attractive. I mean, this guy was, he was older, gray-haired, in a suit type guy, who was the guy who sat across from me, but across from him, sitting in first class as I was waiting patiently to go back to my pathetic seat and coach. um, He was reading a screenplay, Mm. um, drinking like the scotch or something with like Ray-Bans on. And I'm, that's when I, I, I tweeted like, I was like drooling over him. Like my saliva as I was waiting there was like dripping on him. Because oh. to me, it's like, oh, I'm Hollywood. I have a screenplay. Like, who is this guy? Like, yeah. why is he reading a screenplay? Can he help me? You right. know, it's like those desperate things. And I just want to lean down and be like, you should read my screenplay. You should have just like brought it back up to him. But, but I would never do anything like that. I'm not that type of person. You wouldn't be like that guy in the airport who sat two seats away from you? Right. No, I wouldn't. But it's just funny how status and what someone does can really raise your intrigue. And I don't want to be one of those people. But everybody's but I'm in that people. Desperate those things are interesting place. and appealing depending on what your needs and what your desires are at that time. It's not a negative thing to be interested in people who do have success, who are driven That's people, why when I fly to Los Angeles, I want to fly things. from like Kansas City. You know, and like from the flight from New York to LA, it's like you have like that who's on the plane? group of people, you know, that yeah, are so New York to LA people. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with like wanting to be at a certain level for something and then surrounding your people yourself with people who are at that well, level. I mean, I think when it comes to dating though, yeah. there is something wrong with that because when you want to meet somebody, you want to, or in the, and you're not looking to date, but if you're looking to date, you want to meet somebody who is a good person for you. For sure. And if you're clouding it up with 
what oh, can no, they do for me? Right, like, yeah. what right. can they do for, yeah. for me? But, but, but as far like, as social networking and meeting people, and yeah, yeah, it's always nice to meet people that have a common interest. Right. But, right. sorry, I meant, I meant this yeah. parallel to be like, I'm really interested in dating people who are driven. Right, who of have course. Passion. And you see somebody who may dress better and they look a certain way. Or you see somebody who is reading a script, something similar to what you do, who has the same interest in things that you have interest Those things can I mean, if he was appealing. reading a scripted coach, I wouldn't have even looked twice. Right. But he's reading it for his class. I'm like, <laughs> right. all right, I got to talk to this guy. Well, I want to talk to you, Lana, because you, you are married. Uh-huh. And I want to talk about like in the beginning when you met your husband like how did he stand out over the other guys that were hitting on you who you had no idea they were hitting that I had no idea I was yeah even oblivious back then I you know he really I don't feel like he ever really actually hit on me because when we met um it was in a comedy club in Houston it was the first time I did an open mic I hadn't seen him do stand up um nobody knew who he was back then my husband's Ralphie May he's a really well-known comedian um um, I but I hadn't seen him do stand up. But he was walking around like he was like you know, king shit of Turd Island of the open <laughs> mic in Houston because he was an actual headliner at the time, um, and you know he's funny. But I, I hadn't seen him do stand up. All I know was that the, he was a a dick. He walked up to me <laughs> and acted like like he ruled the open mic, and I was like, who's this fat fuck? I can say that on this, right? <laughs> yeah. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I did my set and I had a great first time. And then afterwards he came back and he gave me his pager number and he said, if you want to do stand up, come find me. Like, I'd love to talk stand up with you. And I thought, you know, that's kind of cool. So I, I paged him. That's <laughs> was awesome. Back so in funny. the pager day. And yeah. um, I felt comfortable reaching out to him because there was a lot of dudes around there and I didn't want to date a comedian that was the last thing I wanted to do if I wanted to stand up I don't want to be involved in a relationship and I never dreamed in a million years that he and I would ever date because at the time he was probably 800 pounds and I didn't know what 800 pounds looked like because when you I can't even picture that what 800 pounds 800 pounds um yeah when you stand next to somebody who's 800 pounds you don't really you know they're big right and I I but you don't know what 800 pounds looks like i just knew he was very obese and then when you spend time with somebody whatever it is they could have a ginormous like scar across their face once you get to know the person it fades away and Mm -hmm. you're just hanging out with the beautiful person that's there and that's what happened i got to know him and he was so funny and we we hung out and i actually think he's a really attractive guy he's just very fat and um the guy i I had a small crush on him did you (laughs) So I, I know exactly what you see and what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, he's handsome. He's just fat. And at the time, when I started to get to know him and I, I started to have feelings for him as a friend and I, I thought he was really, like, sexy, I was questioning myself because I'm like, well, I'm not supposed to like this. And then I realized I'm just programmed to, to be told it. what I like. Mm-hmm. But I have to say, now that we've been in this thing for 17 years, the things that I don't like about it is he doesn't love himself. And that's a problem, yeah. Because yeah. people have to love themselves, otherwise, it's it, it creates it, yeah more issues. And somebody who that's when you're talking about a physical attribute, when you look at somebody and they don't take care of themselves properly, um, that can be a tell for what might come down the line, yeah, which is sure. somebody who doesn't love themselves and they're unhealthy. Um, but he always wanted to lose the weight and promised he would. So we're down that road pretty far deep it down it now and he hasn't he's done some he had gastric bypass so he hovers between around the 450s now which is half his weight and he jokes because i draw i lost a whole fat man and i'm still fat yeah which is great (laughs) i love that but um but yeah we we just i got to know him over the phone he was he was going between la and houston and we just became really good friends and then yeah. So how did, did, how did you question? make that jump? Yeah, of course. Not eventually. Uh, well, I, I, th- I mean, I think that he, if he was here, he was probably a, attracted to me, but never thought we would date early on. I, if I could speak for him, I don't know for sure to, what he would say. Right. <laughs> but, um, but I mean, I had, before him, I, the guy, the guy I dated, we, um, we traveled through India together. We backpacked and we climbed a mountain together. Oh, so very different. Yeah. Um, so I, I didn't, I honest, I honestly didn't see it coming, but 
we just spent so much time talking and he made me laugh. And the guy I dated before him did not make me laugh. He was Israeli. And I mean, we would laugh about farts and stuff like that because right. of the language <laughs> difference. But he just... He, farts is a universal right. language. Right. It's always funny. <laughs> but you he, fart? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's always a giggle. But um, there's also sort of like this... I don't know, like not even the language part of it, but just even being able to relate. Like I, I had a feeling that even if he and I spoke the same language as, you know, perfectly, that he and I still wouldn't connect because just on an intellectual level, it wasn't there. Whereas with my husband. You see the world the same way. Yeah. I mean, not necessarily everything. I mean, he and I are incredibly different people, but he made me laugh harder than anyone had ever made me laugh before. Yeah. And that's and that's it's so aphrodisiac. important. It's an aphrodisiac. Yeah. Comedy and just being able to laugh with somebody. We say that to guys all the time because guys will go up to a girl and they'll have like this opening line and then they kind of expect the girl to take it away and they don't have anything to really make her her mind kind of flutter or something yeah. and that's where the humor come, comes in and you know some guys aren't naturally funny and right so it's like you it's hard to teach humor yeah well actually i have well, two questions so so one question is about were you interested in your husband for more than friendship before he asked you out or whatever it was that he did like did you have those feelings for him before he, he initiated it he never actually asked me out i i had been working at um an abc affiliate station in houston and had free tickets to go to disney and so i came out to california to see him the ex-boyfriend we had already broken up but he yeah. was out here too so i came out to visit with him which i never got, actually went to see him he was he was pretty pissed off that i didn't want to date him anymore so right. we broke that he's off. like but i'm here farting you get <laughs> yes to hear you me. can hear me <laughs> fart i'm going to fart for you yeah. he used to call he used to say the sweet if, uh, the the compliment he used to say you are so huge and uh, which i think in it translates from hebrew to like you're bigger than you're big and wonderful yeah but it in my mind i'm like you're calling me fat yeah. fucker like yeah. Shut <laughs> up. you're huge um, oh geez thanks yeah so I came out to visit and um we just ended up hooking up when I was out here and it was really like one thing you know Ralphie and I've been through a lot of ups and downs and sometimes it's really hard marriage and relationships is challenging yeah. but our first kiss was so great and throughout our life together we've had those same kisses oh that's, that's awesome. So, yeah, that kiss is really special. Like, yeah. So that connection was amazing. We had this like amazing first kiss, and then we, it just grew from there. It was slow. It wasn't a quick. It, it, and, and maybe it, maybe it was. I don't want to say it was slow because we were together. We were only friends for like six months, but we took it slow. Was yeah. he dating before you? What was his dating, bef dating uh, like, he like had, before? We both had a few partners. Neither one of us were incredibly sexually active like that. Um, but he had a few girlfriends. He actually had some model that he was dating out here. So was he? So he. he so you were saying like he doesn't when you're dating or when you're with someone like that in in terms of health issues, they don't like themselves, but. He comes across really confident. Is he making up for that? Because what's attractive a lot about him and people like him is that the that confidence. aura. He comes across so confident, so well, funny. You said you sense that you want to be him. around like he was him. A dick, and he, just, <laughs> yes. yeah, like he owned the stage. Right. Yeah. But it's a charismatic dick, you know. Yeah, you know what? He's incredibly charismatic, and I mean, and so likable. But when I say, I mean, I don't think not loving yourself means you're not charismatic or able to make yeah. I think actually wanting the whole world to love you and like you is part of that too he doesn't yeah. like himself but wants everyone else I and mean, he might be a special thing I mean there's not I, I don't know a lot of people like him so um but you know <laughs> but basically I'm, I'm trying to put this in words for guys that are listening. oh okay like it's the confidence that attracted you to him well, he was confident for sure. Yeah. I mean, look, guys. But I'm saying like, basically what I'm trying to say to guys listening is that you can be confident, in one, confident area in one area and let that show to someone. But on the other side, have self-esteem issues or pro things that you don't like about yourself that you can also be working on. So you don't have to be perfect. Yeah, you don't have to be like, I'm confident 24-7 right, and, and right. I love myself and nothing will ever phase me. But you can walk up to a woman yeah. be and be charismatic. Yeah. I guess that's what I'm trying you to know, get to. Yeah. I think that for for a guy like for Ralphie and I he had to get into the friend zone first and I know a lot of guys say oh the friend zone is horrible when you get stuck in that place oh, yeah. you never get out and that's where I think the confidence has to come into play if you're in the friend zone and you like her and she's then you have to tell her that she's a dumb bitch because you are 
you're look, look. That's how you get out of the friend zone. It yes, is. Yeah. you're a dumb bitch. You're I've been your like friend, friend and, yeah. for all these years or months or whatever. You like me, okay? I love how you're like if you this fat fucker and this dumb bitch, and that's literally yeah. how love happens. It should because <laughs> you know what? Here's the thing, you dumb bitch. You're gonna marry some guy that you think is the right one for you and his hair is going to fall out and he's going to get fat and he wasn't your friend. My first boyfriend was not my friend. I started dating him because we connected and I liked him and he was my first. Right. When we broke up, it was over. Now, after him, I dated a friend. And we're still friends to this day yeah. because the the sexual part it was it ended and it didn't even last that long. But right. he helped me get over my first, and I could still call him up, and we're still cool with each other. And I really like him; he's a good guy. Um, so I I think that 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 friend zone is a great place to launch a relationship from. You just really have to point. tell her she's a dumb bitch. <laughs> yeah, once you decide that you want something, more, yes. Listen, I I, love I, that. I I we talk about the friend zone a lot on this show, and the, the friend zone is actually like it's mislabeled. It's right. actually called the fake boyfriend zone. <laughs> That's not the friend zone. Because, like, you're right. not really being friends. Like, you're not farting with each other. You're right. not really being the real you that you are with your friends. You're being this, like, complacent, polite version Little of pussy. you that shows her how wonderful a boyfriend you would be. You'd be available. You'd listen. You'd... We don't want that in the beginning <laughs> stages, and that's unattractive. So, like, once a guy decides, yeah, I'm done with this friendship stuff. I want more from you. Like, you're cool. I really enjoy hanging out with you, but I see something more in us. If he can confidently say that mm-hmm. and, like, act on it instead of trying to cover it up and wait for the day that she turns around to make that statement, then you can absolutely get out of the friend zone. I did want to talk about the the making women laugh thing, but I also want to get to Carlos um, and the questions Is he from the second our half of the listeners. Show? Yes. Okay. So we are actually finishing our first half of the show. <laughs> right now we're going to take a little break. Thank you for, for being like so open and honest. Really no awesome. Problem. You're going to stick you. around for the second sure. half of the show. Uh, but we'll be back after this. <laughs> All right, so I know a lot of our listeners have fantasies mostly about women, uh, but this is the chance to have fantasies about sports. Uh, that, <laughs> That's good. That include money. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could be making money um, on DraftKings.com. Mm-hmm. It's a great place to go to uh, basically just pick players and um, p- have potential to win um, money. Money, just like fantasy football, but without the 16-week waiting period. It's all basically instant gratification. Yeah, because that sounds like high pressure, like waiting six weeks to figure out if you make like 10 bucks. Like this is instant. You you know that week if you're going to win some money. Yeah, and it also lose. makes the games more interesting because if you're not a huge fan of football yeah. and you know everyone's sitting around on Sunday, instead of just like eating pizza and Doritos, you could be like, oh, but I'm also doing DraftKings. Yeah, I've got money on this game. Right, so it gives you something to pay attention to on the TV. When you're more invested. When you're more investment, you pay more attention mm-hmm. and then you get more involved. So I, I think it's fantastic. Exactly. So I think um, all of our listeners uh, should make money so that you guys can buy things on Marnie's website. Right. And then and then donate to the Kickstarter I'll be starting soon. Look at this. Um, because you'll be winning money on DraftKings. And you can circle. give it to me. Yeah. Selfish circle of the Ask <laughs> podcast. Yeah. So you guys should go to DraftKings.com uh, to play. Uh, all you do is pick your players, you pile up points, and then you pick up your cash. Literally, that's it. So again, go to DraftKings.com. You use promo code ASKWOMEN to play for free for a shot at a part of lots and lots of money. So again, go to DraftKings.com, enter promo code ASKWOMEN. One more time, that's DraftKings.com, promo code ASKWOMEN. So Kristen and I um, want to do something special for you guys. We've been getting a lot of requests. Well, it's more special for ourselves. Right, exactly. But you guys were also in mind. Yeah. Well, always. You're always on our minds. and so. Well, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> some some guys, maybe two people, <laughs> wrote in and said, what goes on behind the scenes of the Ask Women podcast? What do you guys do before the show? What do you do after the show? What do you do during the show? They wanted to see what actually sleeping. happens. Well, on your half, yes. Mm-hmm. It depends on who's on the show, but half the time, that is very true. And so we decided, let's get a camera crew in here and show people what actually goes on behind the scenes at the Ask Women podcast. So we have done it. We've edited it. It's kind of awesome. And we also gave you a video um, 
of a full podcast so you can actually see us instead of just hearing us. And the, the truth is, is that yes, this is a, a great behind the scenes. It's wonderful because it is jam packed with information for you, but it's also a great way to support the show uh, and keep us on the air because it's a motive for Kristen to make some extra yeah, cash. Yeah, because I'm thinking about driving yeah. for Uber. So <laughs> exactly. So she's getting dire. Kristen needs some money and we need some support for the show. So I would love for you to go get a copy of the Ask Women Behind the Scenes video, which gives you like 20 minutes, I think, of, of us behind the scenes before the show. Yeah, it's show, basically and- like us kind of arriving, like what the studio looks like here at yeah. Sideshow Network. Yeah. So it's basically us getting here, uh, setting up, uh, talking about what yeah. you know how we um, uh, what we discussed before the show, and like grabbing coffees, etc. Yeah, super it's exciting so, stuff. It's like it's like I have no. It's, idea. it's basically really boring. But if you're wondering like what we look like, yes. sitting at microphones and talking. Yes, and then it's we have. The wonderful sex with Emily. Uh, she was on the episode that we decided to do this for, so she's super cute and she talks all about sex and pleasure and a woman. And uh, it, 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 it's awesome. You can see hand gestures, which might be helpful I thought you for you guys. Can see hand jobs as well. Yes, hand gestures of things to do. That would be really yeah. helpful. Anyway, if you want to support the show, if you want to check out this behind-the-scenes footage of the Ask Women podcast, go to winggirlmethod.com and slash. Behind the scenes. Wingrowmethod.com slash behind the scenes and get your copy of the behind the scenes video. Plus, I'm going to throw in a free copy of my best selling book, Get oh, cool. Inside Her. Ooh, I know, maybe cool. a couple of other books. How much too. is this going to be? This is going to be $149. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, oh, God, I, I we are going to be very awesome and wonderful and we're going to sell this for $7.99. So please support the show. Please get the behind the scenes. You get a free copy of my book, Get Inside Her. Go to winggirlmethod.com slash behind the scenes. Please, guys, I'm desperate. <laughs> Thanks, guys. So I failed the other day and took a cab because my phone died. Who takes a cab anymore? I know. Why did it take it? Because my phone died. Right. And I was really bummed. But my cab driver um, was really unfriendly. Yeah. This would never fly with someone driving with Uber because the regular people just looking to get extra cash. Yeah. uh, Work not nine to five hours, not smell like weird... um, uh, air fresheners. Do you, do? you know, the cab drivers always have the air fresheners that say like black ice or something. Yeah. It's like, who wants to smell like black ice? Exactly. Like, These no, I nice just want one. a regular guy driving a car. Yeah. So those are people who drive with Uber. I know. They're yeah. awesome people. Uh, Which means that people listening to the show could also be driving with Uber. And they should be driving with Uber if they want to make extra cash, mm-hmm. if they want to drive when they want and make their own schedules for work, if they want to be their own boss and have no office. They can do all of these things if they drive with Uber. So what are you waiting for? If this sounds like you, then that's what you should be doing. You should be driving with Uber. You have a car. You have a license. Put them both to good use and start making money today. You can make thousands of dollars in fares your first month driving with Uber. Sign up today to drive with Uber. And where do they go to do this? They just go to drivewithuber.com. That's drive with you. The letter U is an umbrella. B is in boy. E is an elephant, R is in Ralph.com. That's drivewithuber.com. I love it. All right. Well, so I was trying to come up with what to do. I, I was thinking, um, since it's a relationship about the long term, okay? The... We love each other, could make love all day. Hours spent necking, rolling in the hay. Our love runneth over spills out of the cup but will you still love me when my vagina dries up we'll grow old together our lives we can share but one day we'll look down and both have gray pubic hair you'll go bald I'll lose my menses but will you still bang me when your balls bang your knees One day you'll look at me and you won't know who I am. I'll have a thick mustache and an ass like pressed ham. Your memory will fail you. My boobs will hang long. But will you still love me when the moisture's all gone? (laughs) (coughs) That's a cough. (laughs) All dried up and gone. 
awesome. The dry, raspy cough. And the answer is no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll be dating moving a on. chick. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Well, we awesome. have, or we're going to have shortly, um, Carlos Zuma, who I talked about at the beginning of the show. He's going to get on the phone with us. Hello. Oh, hello. How are you? <laughs> Marvelous. The Marvelous. Fantastic. Uh, so you have myself, who you know, uh, Kristen, who is my co-host, and then Lana Turner hey, with Carlos. us in Hi. studio. So thanks Hello. for being on the phone with us. And it sounds really clear. It's perfect. Thank oh, God. There you go. I know. It's good. So, Carlos, um, I, th- I forget if you've been on this podcast before, but I talk about you a lot on my website, in my newsletters. So people go sign up for my newsletters. Go read about Carlos. He's amazing. I gave you a really great plug at the beginning of the show just talking about how awesome you are. But, Carlos, we are bringing you on to help us answer questions from our listeners in a segment that we call Overanalyze This. So are you ready to answer questions from listeners? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Good. But no typing while you answer questions because we can hear it. Okay. So here we go. Uh, Kristen, Marnie, and guests of the show. I already have my own answer to this question, but I wanted to hear your point of view regarding smiling. Since I've never, since mm. I've heard contradictory thoughts on the matter, certain consultants will offer that smiling will convey a sense of confidence in a man, but yet others have pointed out that smiling for us apes is an indicator of fear, weakness, and submissiveness. Have you found yourselves attracted to the guy who is smiling and laughing to your left or the stoic, brooding, mysterious guy on the right? Maybe both. Maybe it depends on a woman's cycle. What are your personal takes on this? Thanks and keep up the great work. I'm a new listener who thought he knew plenty about the way the female mind tends to operate, yet I'm always learning something new with a fresh perspective on my morning commute to work. Yours truly, Martin. Oh, so I want to hear. Hmm. First of all, the ladies have to say, and then we'll go to Carlos because I want to hear. Well, I would say if you're always smiling, like, (laughs) (laughs) that's a little weird. Uh, But if you're always brooding, that's also a little weird. I think everything needs needs some happy medium. There's a variety of different smiles, too, right? right? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I, I think that somebody who has... It's welcoming. You know, it's also more about the eyes probably than the mouth. The smirk. Right. Smizing. Yeah, I mean, because you can do a smile but be thinking something completely different behind your eyes. So I'm going to murder this bitch. Yeah. (laughs) But that's what I find intriguing when there's something going on behind the eyes that I can sense. Exactly. It's the eyes, not the mouth. If it was up to me. Yeah. But I might be way off here. That's a really good point. No, you're a woman and your Mm. perspective is the same with Christian. And I I agree with both of you. But I, I think... Uh, Carlos, I'd like to hear what you have to say about this and what you instruct people to do. Yeah, it is. Uh, I agree with a lot of that. They, it's when a guy goes way off to one end of the spectrum that yeah. starts to become. Yeah, you know, he starts to look a little bit simple if he's smiling all the time. Yeah, and it does look like a little bit of a cover up, and he's trying to be too agreeable. That's the other part of it that can, yeah. you know, throw him off. So it's a balance. You, know, you got to kind of look at what I always use the bad boy as kind of the example. What's he doing? Well, yeah, he's smirking. Yeah, uh, he's smiling when it's appropriate. He's laughing. He's 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 got that. He's, but he's also got that sense of calm mystique, I guess you call it. That's yeah. carrying him through the conversation. So it's really backed up by the attitude. I mean, they have done those studies that show that the pictures that guys use on online. That, yeah. When he's not smiling, they're almost always chosen more than the guy that's smiling. Mm-hmm. Or when they're lurking, looking off to the left or right with a half smile. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all those it's things are kind of like, I hate getting on to the nitty gritty because then it becomes the guys are trying to just right. gain the system. Boy, if I just look three right. degrees down to the left, yeah, you I'll don't get wanna, her. You, you don't want to be so planned. Like I like to yeah. earn a smile. Like, I le- like to earn a laugh. Like, so, there's certain times when I am talking to a person and, like, I'm kind of funny. I'm not like Kristen funny, but I'm kind of funny. And, <laughs> Which means you're kind of funny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and if somebody laughs too easily at what I say, it makes me try less and it doesn't make me find them as attractive. I don't like fight for their laugh or their acceptance or I, I feel like if I'm talking to a guy that I'm talking to and he has like a, a half smile like we talked about with the <laughs> smirk, um, it means I haven't completely won, won him, him over yeah. yet but he's still sort of interested and, and like I know that there's something going on behind that friendly open smile and the open body language that's pointed towards me but if he has this big cheesy smile on his face and he's like nodding in agreement, yeah, I was like oh my god, god. it that's makes like, me uncomfortable. That is my definition of a punchable face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I call it like the farter face. Like that just to me seems like somebody yeah. who just like He's in the corner like everywhere. I'm farting. No, but I used to say that about Carrie Bradshaw from Sex in the City. Like she just looks like a farter. <laughs> like, she know. does kind of look like a farter. Like, just like she's farting all the time. I don't know why that's a thing for me, but that's yeah. I, I think I the key I think with. the key is definitely the smirk. 
Yeah. I, I like not a constant, constant smirk, but I think a guy who's smirking, it's like there's more going on behind what he's what he's putting out there. I think there, that's interesting. There might be something desperate to it, too. Like if somebody's, like you're saying, agreeable. But when, when you talk about the profile picture, everybody's trying too hard for and those yeah, pictures. Yeah, so yeah. I can see that creating a distrust when you're clicking through the images of yeah. some yeah. dude that's like really grinning you're like oh yeah, he's trying really hard carlos can you maybe give some guidance as to what guys can be thinking in their mind that will give them the face that we're talking about <laughs> the, the inner <laughs> sex. game of a think yeah. about <laughs> sex <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah he's got to he's got to be coming from that place of well, number one, owning his own sexual desire. That's a big thing these days. So many yes. guys are running around trying to be PC, and they think that what they should be doing is not putting out that vibe of being the um, the sexually – what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, energized guy. Yeah. And they don't. They really they, – they should have that little thing in the back of his head that says, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm kind of digging this chick. I'm kind of thinking – you know, he's got that kind of – uh, it's almost like a '70s Shaft vibe. That's actually yeah. kind of cool, but yeah. not too, not, you know, not too <laughs> weird or freaky or too throwback. Yeah. Um, and again, that whole inner game thing just speaks to how comfortable is he in his own skin? How mm-hmm. comfortable is he owning his own sexual desires as a man? And you know, not being afraid of it. And even if it doesn't get him success with a woman, that's the critical thing I've noticed is that guys will very often, they'll use the right attitude, but if it nets them what they would consider a failure in any way, they abandon it immediately, not realizing that it was actually to his benefit to have maybe not gotten that one chick or whatever the situation might have been. Yeah, and plus you have to remember that other people are also looking at you. So uh, on our, our recent episode, we were talking about the all the social apps that are out there, and Happen is one of them, where you happen to see people on a daily basis, yeah. but you may be missing the opportunities and not noticing well, that's, them. That's the thing is we're constantly having that thrown in our face. You're always yeah. missing an opportunity. You're always missing out on something. You're not getting swiped to the right. You're getting swiped to the left. Yeah. You know, these things <laughs> that make us basically yeah. guilty to be alive online is right. really kind of making a second guess everything we do. Just do it. Say the hell with it. And, you know, li- I always tell guys, live life forward. Stop looking in the rear view. And you're going to get that result because you've got that, um, I call it a vector of masculinity. Yeah. When you're moving forward. You're charged. You're ready to go. You're not worried about the BS of you know, oh, she didn't swipe me. I lost that one fish. What am I going to do? Right. But the interesting thing with, with like what I was, you know, calling on from happen is that you may be at a coffee shop, for example, with somebody that you're talking to, you have the smirk on your face and she may say, you know what? I have a boyfriend. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to date you. But there could be this other girl who's looking at you with that smirk and sees you as a person with positive body language, a smirk on his face, and then sees you as consistent if she ever does get the chance to talk with you or she just may like you from afar and hope that one day you'll approach. Anyway, it's like good PR for you all around to have that inner confidence and outward face to the rest of the world because it helps you become more appealing to other people that are around you who you may not be talking to at that moment for the guys that I work with a lot of the time I tell them that if they want like a confident sentence to say to themselves it can be something like I'm talking to you I'm enjoying this I'm kind of getting the sense that you want me I kind of want you too well, we'll see what happens or like or we'll play along with the fact that right now we're just having conversation like just sort of some inner dialogue that pumps you up but then also allows you to have that face on your head where it's like I have a secret to tell you I know it's a secret we both know but we're not going to say it mm-hmm. so that like that's really good I like yeah. that and, and the only thing I would add to it is a slight hint a little dash of maybe skepticism like mm-hmm. hmm, I don't know if this chick maybe is for me but I'll find yes. out I'll go yeah. a little further and see how this goes it puts him in a position where he feels like he's able to to qualify a little bit and that's an attitude I think that women really do pick up on he, he feels and senses enough of his own value yeah. I completely agree. As with long you. as the girl's not getting the vibe, like when he has the secret in his head, as long yeah. as she's not thinking the secret is, oh, he has a dead body in his trunk. He's going to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Then we're fine. <laughs> All right. So, see, now yeah, you see why we call this overanalyze. Right. <laughs> it's been 35 beat minutes. It. Beat yeah, it to beat death. It down. All right. Next question. <laughs> hey, ladies and guests, I am fairly new to the podcast and I think it's excellent. Marnie, you know your stuff. And Kristen, you have the same same sense of humor as me. Oh, I'm sorry. So I get I'm, a kick out of what you have Same sense of humor say. as someone average. I just turned. <laughs> 28 and while working with my therapist I have figured out that I am codependent I do not seem to be (laughs) I I, I am (laughs) yeah oh totally yeah Yeah, I've read yeah 
I've done some work on that. Yeah, I've been learning, reading about attachment theory as well, and said, and. Anyway, yeah, we, we share similar. Okay. Um, I do not seem to be able to learn from my past mistakes with girls. Um, not that I've mistreated them, actually. I just need that constant validation and attention. What are some tips I could get that can help me become the best guy I can be and not overly become needy uh, and um, or attention starved? Thanks, Michael from Minneapolis. Hmm. So I think, what can he do? I think it's fill your life with things that you enjoy doing. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's too simple. No, it's not too simple. No. It's not, but there are like for me, I, I like doing a lot of things, but I really enjoy doing them with my husband and he doesn't always like to do the things that I want to do. And sometimes in the past I had given up on doing those things because he didn't, because I, he's my best friend. Like what you were saying before the first half of the show, Lana, is like, I enjoy doing those things with him most. That's my codependency. Mm -hmm. And it, it does take a little bit of pushing to go do those things with other people and still do those things. And if, if that's in your nature to want to just nest with a certain person, um, it does take some work to be able to push yourself in that opposite direction. So I think that's an excellent suggestion. Carlos, what do you have to say? The whole topic of codependency, I mean, human beings are naturally codependent, yeah. right, to a certain degree. We should be. It's, it's a healthy part of how people work and how we function. It's the yeah. whole tribe thing. It's when everything goes to the real extreme end again that gets a little bit neurotic. So I, I relate very closely to that mindset of, you know, those overwhelming thoughts, the anxiety of having to be on, and then the, you know, the, the constantly thinking about what the other person's thinking about and it becomes right. that, that endless thought spiral. So yeah, the first thing I think is really awesome is that idea of just getting your own life together and getting it getting it going. But I also recognize that people, when you're caught up in those thought spirals, it can be hard to break out of because you're for kind sure. of stuck in the forest for the trees type situation. You, know, you can't see the outside, what it's like out there. Yeah. Um, so it's something you just got to keep working on and then constantly, well not constantly because then it becomes a little bit weird too where you're constantly self-analyzing yourself, but just observing when you have that reaction because I mean, up until a few years ago, I would still have those reactions and conversations where I'm like, "Am I am I doing this okay? Am I still pretty cool? You know, are, are people right. looking at me weird?" Yeah, that self awareness that can kind of cripple you a little bit too, and it's really having a good strategy for letting go of that anxiety, kind of de-stressing, being able to breathe correctly. I, I actually coach a lot of people on, you know, just breathing techniques can do amazing things for you to kind of pull you out of that mindset, stop focusing on what the other person's thinking about, what do they think about, what I think about, what they think about, yeah. and let it go. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Lana, you probably have some really good techniques because you are a performer. <laughs> you have to do this on stage quite often, right? What do you mean? To not be de- like to release the stress of yeah, life? Yeah, of like wanting approval and wanting attention. Um, I'm probably a terrible person to give advice on <laughs> such things because I think I'm pretty wrapped up in it. I mean, it's... I guess keeping it in check is probably the better way to phrase it as a, instead of letting you know, it rule your life. I think the the key thing that that email said is that the the pattern, it's like you, you're drawn to the same type of person. So maybe... It's a man, right? He's drawn mm-hmm. to dependents, people who will um, like latch on to his codependency. And that's where it gets really scary. So I'm not sure how to advise somebody not to dig in and want that type of person because that's Feels probably nice. how he was raised in a home with a dependent and a codependent. And it just is a spiral. So like you're young enough to be looking for the right person for you, for your future, if you don't want that that tug of war in your relationship you have to find somebody who isn't going to be totally a dependent right really? I, well, I don't I know i think i mean all these terms are really like broad too i don't know yeah it's how, a little nebulous yeah sometimes. it but gets a little the only thing that you control is yourself and your own behavior and it, you may have an inclination and your your natural desire may be to be dependent but you can also be aware of when you are becoming dependent if you're if you're writing this question it means that right you you're are aware. aware and you're they're noticing. already going to therapy doing a lot of work yeah so that's which is really wonderful you, you, it sounds like you're already doing what you need to do to solve your own problem. Right. It's and really then it's cool. actually just acting on it. Like for, for this has been our, our constant theme for the past couple of shows is like it's just about acting on things that you keep thinking that you want to do. So the advice that we've given is really, you know, overall, get your own life. Right. And the, the first step is, OK, what can I do to have my own life? Let me do some never research. date anyone. Just stay away. And don't talk to people. <laughs> but like really, OK, what are what are five things that I want to do with my life? Like, what are five activities that I'd like to get involved in? And there's 
you know, you write those down and then you start doing research and you maybe like, you know, dedicate one hour of the week to figuring out what you want and then, you know, plotting out when you can do those things and signing up. There are little steps to actually doing it, but then you actually have to go and then you can have something else. I think sometimes too, people, not everybody who's a codependent, but I think a lot of times those people haven't taken enough time to get to know who they are. So they yeah. might not know what they like or what they like to do. And I think, I mean, I've, my whole life I've been very de- depend on my own, I guess. Independent. And independent. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm like, is that the word? I guess. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty simple. Codependent, independent, uh, yeah. dependent. Yeah. I just, I've always been on my own. Um, it's been easier for me to just kind of be alone. And I've always really known exactly who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've gone to the movies all the time by myself. I'll go out to eat by myself. And so like, I suggest doing activities that well, might good make you uncomfortable do them by yourself and really kind of just get to know yourself and spend time alone. Just realize and it's it, not that bad. And it, yeah, it might be really uncomfortable at first, but just get comfortable being uncomfortable with yourself mm-hmm. and then eventually you'll get over it and you'll realize being alone sometimes isn't that bad. And you'll realize I want to be with people still, but just doing these activities that you've never done alone, do alone. Yeah, I love that. Like yeah. taking like some time to just be by yourself yeah. and just exercising the fact that it may be uncomfortable, but, but it it's okay. You're going to die alone, so get used to it. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. All right. Okay. Hey, Marnie and Kristen. And yes, I have a question for you. A woman on Facebook started chatting me up. She was very funny and interesting to talk to. She sent me her phone number and then texted me. We carried on a conversation for a few weeks. I was very busy and could not talk often and was out of town, but kept telling her, we'll talk more. We posted, or she posted a picture on Facebook that was very alluring of her standing under... Um, an You're umbrella being in the right rain. Now, it was guy. such a beautiful mm. picture. I made the comment, love those deep, dark eyes and those full lips, to which she replied, thanks, those are my pupils. <laughs> 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 my iris are actually <laughs> light blue gray. <laughs> the next day, I asked how the event she, um, event she was at had gone and then said that I had a lot going on and the weather sucked, but that we should meet in person, to which she replied that she didn't have much free time. Time either, but she was sure we would meet one day soon. She, oh, yeah. Kiss of death. Yeah. I told her that I would like to contact her in the future. Then I that I plan that I wanted to get to know her better. That I liked um, talking to intelligent people. And then this is in quotes. If it's supposed to happen, it will. I, I think that's what her response was. I'm thinking that the comment regarding her eyes and lips are probably too much too soon. At the time, I didn't think anything of it, but it seems as if the energy has changed. What's your opinion? Thanks, Kevin. Well, I think he's being catfished. I think this is not a real human he's talking to. No, and if it is, she's... Um, either oh, from... she started chatting him up on Facebook. Exactly. Oh, okay. If a woman starts chatting you up on Facebook and she's attractive, it's not a it's not a real thing. It's a <laughs> Oh, it's like a dude or something. Yeah, or it's like oh. some it's some like sad woman in the Midwest who's bored. It's oh. not a real person. I mean it's a real person, but it's not it's not a spam bot, but it's like a person who's sad and it's not the same person in the pictures. Oh, that's interesting. Funny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my first thought was he's getting gamed. Yeah. 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 What what signals you she he's Those are gamed. my pupils. What? That's not so like just, what a sexy a woman sassy says. With that comment, but yeah, the fact that she. she but he he talked on the phone with somebody and, though. He said, "Yeah, right? they people, actually." She sent me her phone number and then texted me. We carried on a conversation for a few weeks. Was I'm it not a text sure if they conversation actually... or a phone call? That's where. I mean, these people still have voices, so you can end up talking on the phone. I mean, I watch a lot of catfish on, right. on TV. So I'm a, <laughs> I'm a I, little I biased. I don't know if they but... actually got into phone. Well, but there's a lot of talk of what could happen in the future. Rather, like just separate from maybe potentially this is a catfish situation. There's there's okay so for me when i first meet a guy i'm like oh there could be something here something's interesting and then if it goes on too long and he hasn't acted on it but if then i get pissed it, and then i'm frustrated if he included over. details about if they had friends in common and if they how they knew each other but if it's a random woman on facebook that mm. just randomly talked to him it's it's but I don't know if it's a random legitimate. woman. Okay, so let's let's like take this out of the equation. And I think we've we discovered his problem. Inform- he hasn't given us enough information. Right. Yeah. And, and he, he probably, probably didn't with her either. Right. Exactly. <laughs> because yep. all, all the time he's talking about we'll talk more later. We'll hang out later. We'll meet in person one day. Do, do, yeah. I, I, I don't care if, if there's actually like a weird situation going on here. But there, there's there's no proactive attempt to make something happen 
now. It could have been a woman who was friends with him. And Carlos has something to say. Obviously. Yeah. Oh, I do. I hear him breathing. Like, <laughs> let, me, let me say something. I need to say <laughs> something. I have, a, I have a big picture response to it. And and I agree. He may or may not be getting game. Let's say he isn't getting game and the, the woman is legit. It sounds to me like she's a bit of an attention whore. She just wants his, you know, attention. She's yeah. stringing him along for that. And, yeah. you know, whatever. It's okay. But what he should be thinking, and this is for his benefit, is why am I focusing on this one woman? Why don't I have other options around that I can write in about than this one yeah. Right. Nebulous possibility that isn't, you know, isn't even close to coming to fruition. I always ask guys that, why are you clinging to these things? Why aren't you out there meeting at least 10 women a day right. and using every avenue possible and having what I call multiple streams of female income so you don't get into the scarcity mindset of, well, writing into people like us. Oh, that's so what. yucky. Multiple streams of female income. I just feel <laughs> a little dirty. <laughs> <laughs> There's there's Multiple banks of channels. us overseas. Streams does sound a little wet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so much in one sentence. <laughs> but no, but, but yeah, having having options that allow him to not focus on these little individual um, one shots of gee, do you think this one girl is going to like me? Is a, is a bad frame of mind for any guy or even a woman to get into? Really, mm-hmm. is you've got to look at the bigger picture of am I out there having a great social life? Am I meeting a lot of people? Then yeah. these little one-off things don't really matter so much and you don't get so caught up in them. But you, know you I mean? aren't but you I d- aren't having a great social life or meeting people cuz you're just tapping away at a keyboard from and your not safe even little bubble. He said mm-hmm. he hadn't had enough time. The one the one thing I do want to address which was the actual question is he wants to know if that line was too much too soon and if that was off-putting for her. So like what I was saying before is that if a guy isn't taking action but then put something so blatantly out yeah, there that yeah. is kind of in that direction. What he said like, she had what? pretty eyes and what was the other he, thing he said? So so basically he'd been constantly saying we'll get together one day and blah, like maybe we'll talk later. Like and there there wasn't consistent conversation. Um I don't I don't know what their actual conversation was, but she said she was very funny and interesting to talk to. So which which means like that they mm-hmm. probably were on the phone. Um and then for him to say love those deep dark eyes and those full lips. It it's inconsistent. It's, it's a jump to something so different. From what I I can sense was was happening in their initial conversations, yeah. which can can put a woman a little bit or a person a, like off a little. Yeah, does that, does that make sense? I, I don't know. When it's online stuff like that, I would yeah. assume he had to give her some sort of reaction. She set up a, a somewhat provocative photo of herself, so he needs to say something. What is he going to say? Like yeah. that booty? I mean, like he said, <laughs> you've got pretty eyes and beautiful lips. Did he? Did she send the photo to him directly, or did no, she, she just, just put it up on her? So page. she just posted it on her oh. page. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. if she sent it to him directly, that would be oh, okay. Very yeah, different. No, but if she, she just put it up on Facebook, he commented on her. Yeah, I would have just rathered him like it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then like like a few more of those and then just say like you're like yeah, so maybe you're very say beautiful. something like yeah, so I don't know. Whoa, baby, check out those knockers. Exactly. A little, yeah. I like those I don't know. big It just seems big a little lips. A little me... bit of the of a, I don't yeah. know what's actually happening in their conversation, but to right. me it all just sounds sort of weird. Well, and, like, and it's kind of putting it out for other people who are on her Facebook page to like see it as well. That guy who you were talking to him? Yeah. Like he yeah, just very public form yeah. to say. So yeah. Yeah. It's a little mushy gushy for I don't know. Opinion, but if it I, was just between her and him, then she then a reaction from him would have been expected because she was sending it just to exactly. him. Exactly, she's saying please react. Yeah, That's right. what she's saying. By but every but now her friends have to be like, who's, who's this dude? dude? Yeah. yeah, what are you doing? And now she's embarrassed and she probably doesn't want to see him. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I agree. Okay, one more question. Hello, ladies. I love the show. What I have is more of a statement rather than a question. We have to stop stereotyping the nerd slash gamer. We are not all shut in <laughs> and awkward. I don't think we've never done this on the show. If mm-hmm. anything, we celebrate the nerd and gamer. Um, the man you describe is just an overall socially awkward person that may not have the drive it requires to leave their mother's basement. The majority <laughs> of the nerds I know are very outgoing and charismatic honestly things that we say every single day because it is the the uh, decade of the nerds like nerds are ruling the world right now games are not a thing for children it is a hobby and the average age of gamers are in their 40s almost 50 percent of those people are women as well i do have a tip for those that are socially awkward or just shy approach women as if you already have a significant other I have noticed an increase in confidence whenever I am in a relationship and it carries over when I'm no longer dating that individual. Keep up the good work, uh, Julian. Ooh. I don't know. If a guy is in a relationship, I just I find that well, gross. I think he's, he's saying he's I think saying he's saying confidence, confidence, if you pretend like in your mind 
when you approach a woman, taken. pretend you're taken so that you have that confidence right. behind you, but don't actually that. be in a relationship. Yeah, I mean, the confidence is always going to be great for you because you've got something to offer. But yeah. if what you're offering is a couch in your mother's basement, despite the <laughs> fact that I might like gaming, I, I don't, I, I mean, and I'm not making fun of gamers or nerds, but that's not a turn on for women. But tell me more about that. Like, tell me more about what is not attractive about a guy. A guy who... in his mother's basement? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's like, I mean, you're, you're, you don't want to go over to your, the, you don't want to meet the mother unless you're in a relationship, right? right. So what, is there's, it, what does that say about that guy? And why is it icky for you? That he would be living in, still at home with his mom? Yeah. Well, no I mean, ambition. Yeah, he's not a he's. It, for me, I, I I just don't want to go hang out with his family when I first right. meet him, and I think that there's something to but, that. But like, it says there's more behind that. Like there's yeah, a reason I mean, he's there. It depends on. I mean, how old are you? I mean, if if we're if we're both in high school, that's okay. Right. Yeah. But I mean, at but some when does point, it become inappropriate? Like when is it not okay? And when is it? When, when you is, have a job and you're working and you have a life, then you should probably leave the nest. Okay. I would think. I mean, unless you're, you're t- they're taking care of your elderly sick mother. I, right. I don't know. They're, so there I, everybody reasons. has a scenario, right? But if it's right. just some dude who wants to play video games and hang out in his mother's basement and hasn't taken the time to get out, he could be the greatest guy in the world. But I'm going to be like, dude, this is kind of sad. Now, maybe he needs a woman to come and fix him and help him get out of there. Yeah. But... But for you, that would not be attractive. I'm not looking to fix somebody that much at this right. point in my life. But... but you're saying if there were those other reasons in place that it would be okay? What do you mean? Like if he was taking care of his mother or if... Well, because life has, provides different reasons for different scenarios, right? I don't want to I think like, if he was taking but... care of a sick mother and had other resources also, and not resources as like a mansion down the street, <laughs> but right. like, you know, had other things going on in his life as well. If it's purely because you haven't moved out because you like playing video games in the basement and that's where your life is yeah. at, then your life is not with my life. I don't... I, but I'm yeah. also not into sitting around in the basement playing video games all day yeah. long. If you are, so, I, I would say that most women would respond that way. Well, he Again, said 50% unless... of women who are gamers are into that. So there is a there are women out there who would not care. And by all means, then But do you think that feather. those women... And I'll ask this to Carlos as well. Do you think that... Those gamer women would be okay with somebody who just wanted to play games all day and had nothing else going on and lived in their mother's basement. I would say no. We had um, someone on the show recently who's like totally into the nerd gamer type, but without the strings of the game that that cliche yeah. type for okay so i've had friends that were big collectors of toys and like had boxes and boxes of toys that they never opened just they sealed yeah. and it's an investment in their future not my thing yeah and that's a total nerd thing but i mean i um i respect you i think that's cool but, but would i don't you not date a guy who did that i i couldn't deal with that much clutter Really? Yeah, yeah. That, I, I that would make mean, me crazy. Never like, in a million years would I. I, I don't know. I, I think a couple things cool, but a whole like room full of stuff that you've been holding on to since your childhood. And I know it's worth money. It's an investment. It's a hobby. It's a sport for them, but not my sport. But you, so you, so if you went on a date with a guy, you had a really good time. You had a lot of fun. You made out with him at the doorstep, and then he invites you in on the second date, and you see that there's this room dedicated to toys. If it's one boxes. whole room and you can shut the door, and that's his thing, then fine. But if it's oozing out all over his life, then that's a whole other thing. But right? that's also yeah. being like a hoarder and somebody who's messy. So that yeah, maybe there's like different. There's all different scenarios, right, for the same situation. Let's say it's somebody who just that's their passion, and they have a warehouse somewhere, and they've been able to afford that luxury in their life, and it doesn't really like then cool like i love that and your collection is neat because you're neat but if it's like you're driving force in life and you want to talk to me all day long about your star wars figure then it's not you're not i think there are there's all different ways of looking at it yeah i think there are deal breakers i think deal breakers are do exist you know i think the person can be great and you can make out on the doorstep and it can take you so far that like love and passion for that person but if they are doing x y and z it's a deal breaker yeah i don't care how attractive they are well, Carlos, what do you have to say about this? <laughs> First of all, I'm a nerd. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and, I, and I do enjoy the same sort of things, the the computer games and whatnot. But I also have a side of me that's very driven and ambitious. So um, the thing that, that's important is it's kind of a difficult situation because there's so many different reasons why. You were hitting on some, like maybe he chooses to be there to take care of his parents, whatever it is. And yeah, if it's a reason that he's chosen as opposed to he's just kind of surrendering to his 
you know, kind of geek, low ambition lifestyle, there's a very distinct difference there. Yeah. And I yeah. would give that advice to guys that, that would write in about the same sort of thing, you know, is they're, they're embarrassed about being at home and living with their parents, but they're there for a purpose. They're actually there to take care of the parents or they're helping them financially right. in some way. And if he puts it out there and owns it and isn't ashamed of it, that can be very attractive in itself. Oh, and yeah, that's sexy then. All of yeah. a sudden you're, you're a great that. guy. Like you're, you're a knight in shining armor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's because who a man is is communicated in his lifestyle. There's no two ways around that. The the, the way he he lives is going to communicate who that man is, his environment. And that's what a woman's going to pick up on. And yeah, I mean, even the geek girls that are hanging out with him playing Call of Duty, you know, 24 hour stretches, eventually they're going to get really tired of that because on some level she wants to be provided for. She wants to be, she wants to feel safe. Uh, she wants to be protected in certain ways by him. There's instinctual things she's going to need that he's just not able to communicate. So, you know, there's going to be a, a line there drawn in the sand where he's got to pick up his, uh, pick up his stuff, so to speak, and get moving in get life. Get that as call well. of he duty. He still have his <laughs> yeah. side. I still have mine. I love to play board games and computer games and all that stuff. But on the other side of it, I also know that I got to get out there and get things done in this world. Exactly. Oh, I thought yeah, it was called being said. an adult. Perfectly said. I love that. And that's a perfect place to wrap up the show. Um, I wanted to thank our guests. I'll, I'll go to the person on the phone first. Carlos, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, I, I, as I said before, Carlos is amazing. He teaches men how to be men of integrity, but also, you know, how to not be a big pussy, um, but how, <laughs> how to get girls and have great how relationships. How to get big and, Exactly. <laughs> but do whatever you, you want with women, but just do it with integrity. And if you want to find out more about Carlos, go to winggirlmethod.com slash Carlos X to find out more information. Um, are there certain things that you want to advise them to check out that you have to offer? Awesome. Okay, and then we have Lana. Thank Hello, you so much for yeah, being on the show for the you. song that you played. That was great. Thank you. <laughs> and tell people about where to find out more about um, you. Well, my name's L-A-H-N-A Turner. If it was L-A-N-A, it would be anal backwards. So make sure to have the H. <laughs> and, and and you like to do uh, no, <laughs> anal forward. I that was stupid. <laughs> it's Lana H. And then um, I have a special on Hulu and available on iTunes, and you can download it and check out my hour. Or um, I also just put out a couple of videos on my YouTube page, which are really fun. We we did a parody of Inside Out a couple weeks ago, which oh, came cool. out great. So that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, check me out on Twitter, all those places. L A H N A Turner T U R N A. I love the name Lana. So do I. It's, it's a like great a, name. It's, like a, it's, it's kind of sexy mature. but classy. Depends yes. on how you say it. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's it's true. awesome. Well, you guys were fantastic. Thank, Thank you, you so much for being on the show. And remember every- to buy. Say it. What our thing. Oh, behind the scenes? Yeah. Get behind Kristen and I <laughs> and do Alana from, I don't know. Wait, what? I'm trying to wrap into <laughs> yeah. behind like anals. Anyway, behind, behind I'm not the funny one on the show, obviously. <laughs> I can't do it as well as Kristen does. Um, but go check out uh, the behind the scenes footage of the of the Ask Women podcast, winggirlmethod.com slash behind. Uh, and you will get a full length video. Of a, of, a, of a podcast that we did and we filmed it and we did a little, you know, uh, pre-show, a little post-show. It's very interesting. And you get Marnie's book with it. Yes, and you get it my book for free, which is basically the same price as what you're going to be paying. So you get you get free stuff all around and um, about an hour of awesome entertainment and you get to see what we look like in real life, which is cool. And you also get to support the show. <laughs> real and, disappointing. Yes, very disappointing. Um, <laughs> but if you want to write in questions for Overanalyze This, please send in emails to ask at askwomenpodcast.com we are going through them all slowly but we'll try to get to every single one again ask at askwomenpodcast.com new episodes of our podcast come out every Thursday please go download them subscribe make sure that you give our show five stars on iTunes to continue helping support our show you guys are awesome we will see you guys next week Want advice and step-by-step instructions on how to get the girl sent right into your mailbox every single day? Then sign up for your free Wing Girl Method newsletter at winggirlmethod.com slash advice. When you sign up, you'll also get a free copy of my best-selling book, 10 Devastating Mistakes Men Make With Women and How to Avoid Them. Go to winggirlmethod.com slash advice and sign up now. 